Hey everyone, welcome to Mindset Talks, Life Beyond the Checkboxes. I'm John Jaramillo, Leadership Performance Coach. I'm Brady Kaufman. I'm an entrepreneur and a marketing energy coach. As your co-host for this series, we want to have real everyday conversations outside of the coaching conversations we have with our clients, Prady and marketing, me and um, leadership coaching. We're two friends who happen to be coaches, so some of that talk does uh, kind of trickle into our conversations. But we just want to have real everyday conversations about those 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 items, those things in life that just come up. Uh, and it's been great because I've gotten some feedback about how people have listened to our conversations and thought about things in different ways. So I'm excited that people are, are seeing the value in this conversation. For this particular one, we're going to talk about our immigrant stories. And uh, we both have immigrant stories, similar mindsets in those, but different stories. Uh, for me, my parents came to this country from Colombia a few years before I was born. Uh, and we've shared, Prada, you and I have shared in previous conversations about those immigrant stories, but we've never had one focused conversation on that topic. And most of these conversations that we have on here on these episodes, we've never had outside of them. We just, you know, we've had conversations as friends, as colleagues, but we've never really fleshed out what we we're going to talk about and then brought it on here. These conversations just come up and roll out the way they do. But for mine, it was my parents coming here from a different country. Um, the the traditional American dream story of my father wanting to come here to, to a better life, trying to escape the violence that was taking place in his home city of Medellin, Colombia. Um, there was you know a lot of issues with the cartels and um, bombings and violence, and he just had enough of that and wanted to come for a better life to this country. So fast forward, um, my mom comes over, my sister is born um, after me, my younger sister, and my parents were blue collar workers. I worked with them in the, those blue collar environments, uh, which I say to this day, first I started off working with them in, in a shop, in a factory. And then I moved over to a friend's mom's uh, housekeeping department in a hotel. To this day, I still say those two jobs taught me more about who I am. I think between my family upbringing, the culture of my parents' mother country, um, that impacted my love for people, that impacted my love for music, that impacted any passion you see come out of me, whether in this conversation a coaching conversation, a speaking engagement, whatever it may be, that all stems, all of it, I've realized, because my dad passed away a year ago tomorrow. And I always knew I got many attributes of mine from him. But after he died, it really got me thinking that it's like 100% of who I am. So I have this newfound appreciation. You know, at 43 years old, I, I have this newfound appreciation for my parents' immigrant story because it makes up completely who I am. And I think you and I have talked about this in the past where how you and I are, are honest, we're blunt, we're straightforward, and how it, it it leads back to that immigrant story. I mean, I don't know if it's because, you know, you don't have time for bullshit. You have to get things done. Um, and listen, that's it's just my story. I've said, I've noted it in when I've presented to people and talked about what made me who I am. I just say, listen, I'm effective today because of it. I'm not saying that's the path everybody needs to take, that if you're not a child of immigrants, no, it's not going to work out. But that's what made me who I am. Um, and I love the fact that I have a newfound appreciation for it. I try to instill whatever I can into the next generation, my two sons. So 
What about you, Pradia? Again, we've we've mentioned obviously, and we know that um, we each have an immigrant story, but I don't think I've ever heard everything about yours. Not that we'll do it here in twenty minutes, but what is it about your immigrant story that makes up who we see before us today? I think mine is very different than yours. Mine was because I came for love. I my parents didn't come. I didn't have that you know normal struggle. I think mine was more of a cultural shock, right? That America has those kind of things still because, you know, we had living, growing up, we had this, you know, picture of America, which is like very rich and very much of this, you know, everybody's amazing. Everybody, the life here is amazing. And then I come here and I realize it's different. It's different, right? So, you know, I was like, I was making a lot of money in 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 Dubai and when I moved here because you know I I had to and my husband joined military right after that Navy right so I was with his family for two months I didn't know how to drive and because I didn't have a lot of money you know Indian rupees or the rupees you know in dollars they are not a lot right it doesn't doesn't convert well so I didn't have the money it was I was rich for that but that you know Dubai but I was not (laughs) like not 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 rich for US right so so when I came, I still remember, you know, not having $10 to go buy groceries because we just, you know, my husband, you know, money was tied up in the military, like whatever he was getting. And even if I could access it, I couldn't go to the bank, right? Like, where do I do this, right? So I think that was the first time I realized, like, oh, it's 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 just like people, like, it's like us, right? Everywhere, there's rich, there's poor, there's something, like, we all have the same struggles and... So I think more of the cultural navigation was hard for me coming here, the way I grew up, you know, I had not ever used a washing machine or I've never used a dryer. So all these electronic gadgets, like I would just fumble and tumble, like I couldn't figure it out. And people like, oh, let's paint our room. And I'm like, what's that? Like, I've never, like, there, there were a lot of these little things, which I remember, like not understanding and the mindset. I think that was another thing. For me, it was a shock because I grew up in a very empowered house, even though I had nothing, right? We had water every four days. We were considered, you know, by American standard, if we were looking like so-called poor. But when I came here, I had such a strong mindset of making things work. And I'm like, oh, my God, like people here has really like the mindset was like a totally different ball game. So I don't know how to explain, but it's not a traditional immigrant story for me I think it's more of that learning and seeing that again everything is not what you what you think it is and it's at the end of the day we are all the same so how do you think that contributed to who you are today I mean I can guess but in your words how does that experience make you I want to assume that it's that story that helped make you what you are today helps fire you up what I see but in your words, what do you think? Hmm. Explain that qu- question to me, like exactly like the experience of living in America, how that helped me or. I mean, I think, it, I think it has to do just with, um, and it's great to pick your brain because, uh, you know, you always read about examples of immigrants coming to this country. So the people that take that risk to make that jump here if you take that risk to jump to a different continent, tens of, you know, or thousands of miles away, a 24 hour plane ride from the US to India, this is somebody that is uh, determined. This is a risk taker. This is somebody that wants to 
change their environment, not because their current environment is bad, but is okay changing the environment that doesn't just want to play the cards that they're dealt. Um, you yourself, my dad, when he did it, it's like, I could never understand what that looks like. I could never understand. There's no experience that I'll have, you know, knock on wood, but there's no experience that I think I would have that would show me the bravery that it takes to just leave everything you know and to travel somewhere where you have to start at the bottom. So I think going from the time where you came to this country to now to what you're doing now, I got to believe that that move here helps contribute to what you're doing now because it's like, you know what, if I left everything behind, came to a new country, built up my life to a certain point, why can't I start a business? And then that maybe that's what drove you. That's what I mean. I hope yeah. I hope that provides some clarification. Yeah, I think it, I, I get it. The, the thing here is for people like me and your father, because we leave everything behind, our family, our country, everything familiar to come to this place. You know, I, of course, I came for my husband, but I had to leave everything behind. And I think that makes it that much more hard. And also it also makes you determined to succeed because, you know, if you go back, this is it, right? Like you have to make it. There's no option. So if there were challenges in the marriage, like you stay in it, you figure the shit out, you don't quit. I think that is the biggest thing when you come as an immigrant. I had my first job at Radio Shack for bare minimum wages. I walked three miles in the coldest winter of my life, right? Because there was no option of going back. Like I had to make it work. That's all I knew. So I did what I had to do to make it work at that moment. So you don't think about, oh, I was a hard shit in Dubai. I had job like, you know, making, you know, I was going to these places and dropping $200 just for a meal. And here I am working at Radio Shack, right? For the bare minimum wages. So I think that that, that grit is there for immigrants. Like they yes. just know that they need to make it work because we don't have much option and we just got to do it. Well, that, and, and, so you kind of proved my point because in a previous episode, we talked about, I forget what the topic was, but we talked about dreams, what you want to achieve, uh, and that there's no, when it's your dream, what you're meant for, there's no compromising. I said some, I think you said something to the effect where, listen, if we have to, if in order to make this business that I want my dream work, if we have to downsize to a smaller house, if we have yeah. to cut back on expenses. So that's what it reminds me of. Like, yeah that you had that experience where I have to make it work. I have no choice like to go back to what I had before. Not a bad thing whatsoever, but once you get a taste of the different area and you have to go back, now you'll know what you'll be missing out. So you have to make it work. That's kind of that same mindset that you mentioned in a previous episode about your dream business and what you want to see and making it work. That's why I, I've always envisioned it as those stories, those experiences contributing to who you are today. Much in the same way it does in mine in a different way, but my parents coming here, you know, they disciplined us, they kept us in line, they wanted us to study, they wanted us to do more than they could. They wanted, you know, they they never said this, but you know, you're not going to sacrifice and break your back working in a factory for your kid to fuck off and and not be anything. No. And it's weird they never put the pressure on us. I think it's just a cultural thing, the discipline and making sure that they're they're moving and advancing, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he, they, they, they instilled that in this, in us, my sister and I, 
just that hard work ethic, showing up before you have to be there, like leaving once the job is done, delivering your best, you know, making sure your bosses have what they have, like those little things where that's where I got my work ethic. So I just think that those immigrant experiences, whether it's yours or my dad's impact each of us further down the line. And they contribute such a great foundation to just what we want to see and, and making sure that we're doing our best. Yeah. And I think for me also, because this country has so much to offer compared to where I come from, right? The school, the roads and everything. So I really, I, I am so grateful to be able to have these opportunities coming from like nothing, right? You almost, and you're like, wow, I can do anything I want in this country because everything Absolutely. is possible. So like when I see my son, the schools and teacher caring, right? Doing, and I always say, man, you got it, right? You know, you, there's nothing you cannot do because you have so much the people care, right? We just went to school, had to go those, you know, get the marks, right? It was all about just getting good grades. There was no extracurricular activities. We did not have anything, right? Anything. So like I did my first painting like two weeks ago, ever in my life, because we didn't have those classes. So I went to the muse bar with a friend and we did painting, right? Like, that was the mm -hmm. first time I ever touched a paintbrush. So what I'm saying is it makes you appreciate all this country can offer you and your kids. So I bet your father felt that way. Like, wow, like I can give such a, like my kids can do so much better than I do because they have that much more accessibility to so many amazing things, which we never had. Absolutely. And it inspires me that my dad was able to see what I, I, what I am achieving because I'm not done yet, but um, and I do it all for them. It's just a, it blows me away that they they you know work so hard, and we lived in an apartment. Um, they did what they could. They were living you know paycheck to paycheck. My dad working a couple jobs sometimes to to provide, and then just me getting to a point where I don't have to do any of that yeah. because of their inspiration, because of their work ethic. Before because of the lessons that they taught us. And just to have my dad show up at the house, this new house that I bought a year ago, and just look around and look and be so proud of me. The fact that I don't, that he pushed me hard enough to study, they both did, to get to a point where I don't have to worry about those bare necessities the way that I saw them worrying about that stuff. That's huge. That's insanely huge. And it just blows me away. And that that's why I think you and I had talked about success in a previous episode. Like to me, this is huge success because it's exactly where my parents wanted us to be, you know, in a nice house in a nice neighborhood, nice cars, like nothing fancy, nothing crazy, but where you don't, you have that peace of mind. That's the most important thing. They wanted me to get to a point where I didn't have to worry about where the next thing would come from, where the next paychecker. And I've gotten to that point. So and it just fires me up because that was just sticking to my studies. That was just working hard and I've reached that success. So it's, it's, I've thought a, a lot about it in the last year. It's really stood out. So I'm glad that we could share this conversation. Yeah. And I want to kind of give another layer to this immigrant story, right? Yeah. So there's immigration, but then there's my husband too, right? He was a church kid, right? Like, they could not do anything, right? Parents couldn't afford anything. So he could only do, you know, things like what church offer, right? Or he was only in a running club because, you know, the cheap shoes are cheap to buy, right? There was nothing, they, they couldn't afford anything. So even though he doesn't have this immigrant story, 
he today like because we can do anything our son wants like whatever money is never an object right like okay we're mindful of it but at the same time he doesn't need to ever be that kid where he can't do things because you know what money is a hindrance right it's never an issue and he feels so proud of the fact he he really thinks that he's achieved everything he could and more he said my dogs like he sometimes he says my dogs get better food than we did as children right sometimes like he, he feeds our dogs so it's good food because they sometimes would just have rice and like basic because they couldn't afford it so i think there's a lot of these stories even in america where just because you're here doesn't mean you you are you're dirty taken advantage of all this country has to offer and then you decide to be different than where you were and you he is he works so hard so hard to be good at everything he could he works he hustles he does everything so that his son never ever has to be in that space he was and i just that reminds me and it's true um because it sounds like your your husband and I grew up in a similar house where it's like you were very limited to what you could do. It was like whatever was like free or didn't cost too much. Um, but it reminds me of this article that I saw in BuzzFeed where it listed like how people knew that they were not wealthy. I forget what the word was, but how they knew that they had made it, right? Whatever that means. And some of the examples were crazy. Like some of them they were they were humbling because some of them were like you know i have stairs in my house meaning that person always grew up in apartments so they finally have stairs uh i can't remember the other ones but there were just so many great examples and it made me think of my, or another one was um i can spend money on something and not have to look at my bank statement doing the math to make sure that i can afford it yeah you know it's it's certain things like that that we take for granted and I, I'm on, especially on board with your husband just saying, you know, it's amazing what my kids, my family will have that I didn't. It's just, it makes you happy. It makes you proud. Um, I see examples all the time, whether it's sports or having the flexibility to take a day off. You yeah. know what I mean? Little things like that, that my parents never had, but because of their sacrifice, their particular story, um, they were able to share that with me and move me in a certain direction to cut in the certain direction that they wanted. So, I mean, I share any success I have with uh, my dad's memory and my mom who's, who's still with us. Yeah. It's just fascinating. Uh, nothing. I think the immigrant stories are great. I mean, these are stories of, you know, re resilience and stories of determination it's stories of believing in something is better possible for you. Right. Like it's, it's a simple thing. Believing that I can provide something better. I can do better than, you know, where I was. I think it's so amazing to see that. And, you know, coming from that, I think that's what immigrants are different. There's some of them are different in, in that way. You know, when you have a hard life, whether as an immigrant or as a citizen, it doesn't matter. I think it also pushes you, right? Ignite that fire in you to do more and better. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I've turned into that old man where my, if my six-year-old complains about something, I'm like, why back in my day, you're so lucky. I swear to God, I say that like two to three times a day or not a day, a week. I'm saying something like that to him because he needs to, you know, he's not representing himself. He's not just representing me, but for me, he's representing my parents' sacrifice. And I, it's not to say discipline, but I need him to not take things for granted and to just appreciate what he has. 
That's I all. I, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. Hundred percent. Yeah. So no, this was a good talk. I mean, there's no. Again, some of these talks, guys, we are not looking to give you any like I don't know object or like th these are the things you should be getting. I think it's just a conversation for you to think of diversity of the people, how we think, how we do things. You know what happens, and maybe open your mind to to a different way of thinking, right? Or maybe maybe like oh, so next time maybe you see an immigrant who is maybe not undocumented, you know, they, it's not easy, right? It's, even though wrong or right, it doesn't matter. It's not easy. Yeah. Just a, a very deep appreciation for that. Um, yeah, it's that traditional American dream story. I'm glad that from my history, I'm, I'm a part of one of those. But um, again, yeah, it's never to say that this was the path everyone should take. But I just have gratitude and appreciation for what my parents went through. Yes. So thank you again for listening to us. Yeah, and subscribe where you're watching, subscribe where you're listening. Reach out, let us know what you thought of the conversation. We're open to any topics, any ideas. If somebody, one of our friends, colleagues wants to come on here and discuss something, we'd love to get to that in the future at some point. Something we've already covered, just adding another voice to it or something new that we haven't covered. But until the next episode, thank you for watching and we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye.